Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This man couldn't he kick the ball straight. Um, it was unbelievable scoring on goals. Stevie <laughs> Craig Man Craigan. Um, <laughs> he actually had a lot of respect for me, Motherwell. So it's unbelievable that I'm coming for him. But what I'm going to say is, I remember I was 15 year old and Scott Leach dragged me out the lunch hall and said, Out to Fur Park right now, the, the, the pitch. Stevie, me and Stevie Craigan are doing working on clearances. So what happened was, Scott Leach stayed five yards away from Craigan, zinged a body from right. Craigan had to take a touch and zing it, find me up the other side, right? So for the first 10 minutes, Leachie was zinging the ball into Craigan, but the ball kept going under his fucking studs. He couldn't control it. The next five minutes, he's curly toe of death. He put in a fur part stands. And I, a 15-year-old ginger, horny winger, was climbing the stands of Far Park. <laughs> now he find his boys. Listen, Craigan could be number one in the hit list. <laughs> just stop. I've got this vision. It's me or Scott Leach. Pass my body, Stephen Craigan. Yeah, boy, seriously. I mean, that isn't even that isn't even that isn't even a joke, eh? I was like, Slaney, go and stand up by our side of the pitch. We're working on Stevie Craig and finding channels, mate. And Leach was like, you need to control it, keeping it under his studs. And then he came to A 15 year old Harry Horny Wanger trying to find Stephen Craig's butt. Climbing up the steps to get the boy in the stand. Honestly, I was in the stands, you know that? Tell him about Gary Fraser. Yeah, we Gary. You'll kill him. He's, he's a right broad dandy. Excuse my accent. But uh, I'm only here about four weeks and I haven't played him, right? And he's been at Rangers and he's been at Celtic and he doesn't like confidence, right? And he obviously didn't ken Dick Campbell yet, right? So the chap in the door comes and uh, in comes Gary Fraser. He's not a big boy, you know. I says, hello, son. What can I do for you? Edges when he talk to you, get there. I says, uh, what do I talk about? Edges want to tell you that I think I should be playing in your first team. I says, you think that I've got to fucking decode all this? You think that you should be in my first team? You're fucking 18 year old. You're honestly, you're at the top of a fucking wedding cake 
and you're fucking wanting to play in my first team, you see? And he turned around and he says, Ed, just think like that. I said, I'll tell you today, son. Fuck off and in that football pitch and come back and then we'll start again. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually a good enough player. But we talk about it every time we see him now. So I remember we played Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. No, no. Playing ter- the game is terrible. We were playing shite. And uh, he's got the flip chart and he's writing the team, right? She's like, ah, right, and start uh, the, the 11 for the second half, right? You used to get people's names rang all the time. All the time. So, honestly, you need to ask people about this because we talk about it all the time. Left wing, there was a name, Robbie, right? <laughs> Mate, we're looking about, we don't have a Robbie in the team. So we're looking about. So he's obviously making changes at half-time, which we know, right? We're looking about Robbie, Robbie left wing, right? So, I, oh my God, we've not got a Robbie. He, he's got the wrong name. So I'm hitting, I, I was a captain for the game. This was like two or three games into his tenure, like when the relationship wasn't that bad. So I was, I'm going to say something like, because this is, it's embarrassing. Obviously, it's not really his fault. It's language barrier. Maybe it's not everybody's names. But I was like, after like five minutes, I was like, Gaffer, who's, who's Robbie? She's like, ah, Robbie! <laughs> Pointed to Barry McKay. <laughs> Robbie! Robbie, left wing. <laughs> Barry McKay, like, monotone. I'm Barry. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, I have, uh, I've come in one Saturday morning. Kev. I walked in the doors, oh, off a sleep mat still, and the boy at the reception jumped up, new face, like, morning, like that, we're shooting that one. I was like, ah, he's, on, he's on it today. Keen. Fucking first day must be. So I walked in, I was like, how are you doing with that sound? So I walked in, going, mate. I says, boys, tell him, tell, I'm going to get changed, put some different gear on, put a balaclava on, tell him there's somebody at the car park. So I went to the car park and behind motors, the boys went out and went, I think it was Joe. Joe Ledley at the time, and then he went, mate, there's somebody at the car park trying motors. And he's like, ah, what? He's jumped up, he's got all the CCTV going. And he's like, ah, so there is. So he's fucking sprinted out the door. I'm running the motors. He's like, go, and I'm like, no, he's like, go. And I'm like, no, I'm not leaving it, I've got a motor. He's chasing me around motors, like, all the boys are out, like, get him. He's fucking sweats laughing, me, lashing off his shirt. Chases me up the hill, he's coming behind me, like, ah, he's hitting first day. I've got to Is put my authority down here, I'm heavy, boy. Shut, piss sweating off him. Chasing me up the hill, he's chasing behind me, like, get out, he's just fucking get out. You can tell he's nervous as fuck. I'm like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Eventually, what, this went on for about 10 minutes, right? He's chasing me around trees and all sorts, right? I was fucking then, end up taking it hat off, and he's like, ah. Oh, no, you've done me like that. <laughs> Boys are on bitch, man. Fucking unbelievable. Kev, how come you've never told us that story? <laughs> Being on the security guy. <laughs> it was after a... I think it was one of the cup finals, my first... Like, oh, Rod- one of the Rogers cup finals, because he's played ah, so many. first season, right? Um, I can't remember who, somebody's testimonial. John Higgins had played at Celtic Park. Do you remember what well, year it was? Well, I tried to give him It was only a couple of years ago. And then they were all at the tenants factory after it, and Bruni was there as well. And I picked him up, me and my mate Jamie picked him up. And then a lot of the boys in the team, like we, Carl and that, were in light. So I like, we'll just go there and meet them. John Higgs, I'm not going to light, I'm not going to light. Carl McGregor? Ah, he was there. Like, me, Bruni, Jamie and John Higgins were in my mom, like, we'll just go, see what it's like. Um, jumped in, like, Carl and that are buzzing, like, Carl's, Carl's team and man, it's good though, but walk in and... Sephora's right, so Cal's obviously not expecting John Higgins to walk into light. Doesn't he think any of it? He's maybe a bit dark in there or something, so he goes, he's like, he gets him in that head, like, what's happening? I've not seen you in ages and all that, right? And like, 
John Hankinson gives him that look as if to say that I've not seen you ever. Like, <laughs> I've not actually met you. And then, kind of, I don't know if he maybe gives him like a, like, I just want to look his eye, like, not expecting it. And I heard Cal going, like, the fuck's up with Katie's dad? <laughs> <laughs> and we'd just ah, it's not Katie's dad, mate, it's John Higgins. <laughs> I thought I brought my dad to light. I, I see my dad every week in the players' lines, and you thought it was John Higgins. Team night out. Took us, I'm starving, obviously. Starving. So is um, Fabio. Takes us to the thing, we're going into a swimming pool. So we're in the swimming pool. For a night out? For a night out. <coughs> For a night out. Uh, we're in the buff. Took us to a swimming, swimming pool in the buff, like, just guys, <laughs> with a tadgeroot, can what I mean then? So Why? in a cold swimming pool for a night out. <laughs> no chance. Fuck's this. <laughs> All right, honestly then. So basically, don't know what it was. That was our team night out. And we didn't even get anything to eat or that after it. They drank or nothing there? No, nah, nothing. Team night out was a swimming pool in the buff. Shabba Laszlo. You remember your first conversation? Aye. What did he say to you? Where did I play? <laughs> no, no chance. Lie. No more, that was just when I was agreeing the contract. So where do you play? And I was like, Centre forward. He fucking played me centre forward. <laughs> played uh, Europa League. Big Nadi got hooked at half time. I come on at half time. Striker. I'm not joking you. Blown up my ass. And he's like, honestly. People laugh, so he's like going around talking to the boys and he's, he's come to me and he's like, eh, 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 small guy. <laughs> Fucking forgot my name. Small guy. This was after about four months in the playing for him. He's like, forgot my name. And I'm sitting there going, what well, are the boys are pissing us on? And I'm like, is he fucking all right? What a gear cracker. There right. you go. Cracker. We're playing Union Berlin. Go to Germany. We've got a couple of games over there. So we're playing Union Berlin. Big club. They were in the... First of all, they were a big club, 30,000 or something like that. So he's coming, we heard he's coming. So Sergei comes across and he says, Mr. Romanov's coming to the game, he's flying in. So I says, oh, very good. You must congratulate him. <laughs> I says, why? He says, he says, he's a world champion <laughs> basketball player. I says, he's fucking five feet five. <laughs> I says, How's he a basketball player? <laughs> and he goes, he says, you must. So I says, and tell Billy Brown to do the same. So I goes and tells Billy. So Billy says, what? He says, basketball. So he comes around the corner and we had to do it. Well done. And he's sticking the chest out, you know. <laughs> and Billy's like, we couldn't keep her laughing, to be honest. He must have, he must have caught him going. So we come back. So I says to he had a, a girl, I think she was related to the family, some Janice, lovely person. She worked in the office. She said, Janice, what about Mr. Romanoff? Your, I think he was his uncle or, or his wife's, <coughs> uh, was our aunt. I said, um, he says, oh, he says, that wasn't he. That wasn't he. He, he, uh, he wasn't in the basket. I said, well, I know that. He says, well, what does it come about? He says, in Brazil or Argentina, one of the they had the over 55s basketball championships and he sponsored the Do team. You know Aye. So what they did was on the last game, they won it. It was a section thing. So in the last game, they'd won it before they played the last game. Because they, oh, he sponsored it and 
and paid the money, they thought, for 30 seconds, they put him on with a strip. <laughs> he's bouncing him. And he comes out, and now he's calling himself a world champion. <laughs> and I thought, that's, that's what he was like. Oh, was, Frank's okay. best moment at the BBC was one that wasn't broadcast, yeah. but it quite so easily could have been, because he was in the studio, he was doing, uh, Kent, Big Kenny McIntyre had been doing a series of uh, special programmes with well-kent Scottish football celebrities who had been there and done it, and wow, Frank McAvenny's been there and done it, Celtic, West Ham, Scotland, a fabulous goal scorer in his day, uh, and then you've got all the extras that go with Frank, the colourful lifestyle, etc. But, uh, so Kenny was in the studio with Frank and they're recording uh, this show, and then Kenny gets a call that he's got to go and take another call. So Kenny, pre-recorded in out, Kenny says, Frank, I've just got to go and take a call now. Can you just, I'll be back in two minutes. Ah, that's fine, that's fine. So Kenny went away, but everything that was in the studio was still Stop. being recorded, right? <laughs> Frank's phone goes and he thinks, well, I can answer it now. And he answers it. Now, somebody, somebody later let me hear this, what was recorded, right? Frank, Frank takes it as a joke now as well. But anyhow, all you can hear when I heard this audio of what happened, you hear just, ring, ring. <laughs> then you hear Frank as he goes, hello. Aye. <laughs> Aye, you're fucking right. <laughs> the neighbours must have thought I was fucking murdering you last night. <laughs> and, I, and then I, when I was actually, I said, well, I don't want to hear anybody. Mendy. Man City. Man City, what a player, what a loony bin as well, by is the way. He, he is a cannon, man. He came he in one day to training, right? Nobody batted around like this, by the way. And I was the only one like that. Is anybody going to say it to him? <laughs> a full Bayern Munich trackie on. A Bayern Munich strip on. <laughs> with Kingsley Coleman on the back. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. We have a pair of shades on. And I'm looking at South of France. It's Rolston. He's got the shades in that one. I'm like, the shades are all right. I'll deal with them. But... <laughs> Nobody's better than I let him. He's got a bite of And he's yeah. walked in and I'm like, ah, <laughs> laughing, you know, thinking all the boys have got to join in. Nobody. They're all just like that to him. No, the handshakes and that, I'm walking in like that. <laughs> I'm all the boys know that. Oh, he's tremendous as you don't care now. No, he's just, yeah, honestly, man, what a guy. I think it was the season that Rangers and Celtic were both gone for the league and it was down to basically how many goals he scored. So I played with Kelly and I swear to God, we couldn't get oh, out of the 18-yard box. <laughs> the first half an hour of the game, we genuinely couldn't get out of the 18-yard box because Celtic battered us. But during the, ga during the game, you're trying like fuck it because you're like, they want Celtic to win the league. They want Rangers to win the league either, but somebody has to win it. And then uh, near the end of the game, I remember I think something's like that. You're trying like fuck the day. I've never gone out my own 18. That much of a prick. Give me a fucking, give me a break. Right, all the conspiracy theorists and that would have had a fucking field day because we went into, it was Tiger Tiger in Glasgow. So all the Kelly, we always went out end of the season last night. Right lad, piss up before we all go on holiday. Who walked in? The Rangers team. So we're sitting having a pint with them. Imagine a Celtic fan was to walk in here, they'd be fucking crying. Slaney, if you'd have walked into that pub, what would you have done? I would have fucking not fucked right out of them. <laughs> Not a problem! Oh. I actually can't fight, I swear I can't help it. <laughs>